If all you have for me is generic stuff that you tell every single person that asks this question, I don't want that. You can leave. Yeah. I want honest answers about like, you know, should I be paying for advertising? Should I be trying to contact the super popular streamers to discuss things with them? Should I be trying to do co-streams with people who are more popular than me? I need stuff that actually helps. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the StreamKey Podcast, uh, where every week we interview streamers on Twitch about ways to grow and succeed on the platform. And this week, for our eighth episode, we had Malacious Melon, who is a newer sponsored streamer. He's pretty new recently. Um, but he had some really cool insights on fake advice or bad advice. Uh, basically, ways that people tell you to grow your stream, to grow on Twitch, that aren't actually helpful, that are kind of generalities instead of actual practical advice. So it was a really cool discussion. I hope you guys enjoy it and definitely go check out Mel. All right, so as always, the three things that you learn in this episode are number one, you learn why most of the advice that you're gonna hear about how to grow on Twitch is pretty meaningless and not actually helpful to you. Uh, number two, you'll learn why strategies like follow for follow are just not a good idea and why you shouldn't do them. And then of course, number three, you'll learn what you should do instead and some better strategies that you can actually use that are helpful and actionable. But with that said, guys, we'll go ahead and get right into the show. I hope you enjoy it and stick around until the end. Uh, but yeah, enjoy this show with Malacious Mel. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Stream Key Podcast. I'm your host, Green. I'm here today with the one and only Malacious Mel. Uh, What's up, everybody? <laughs> Mel, thank you so much for coming on, dude. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, man. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I've been waiting to have Mel on here for a while. So thank you for coming on, dude. And again, guys, we're going to be getting into uh, kind of how to help you grow your stream every week. This is what we focus on our podcast. And this week, it's how not to do that, actually. It's how to not grow your stream. Uh, it's a topic that... avoid the bad stuff. Yes, exactly. Um, this is a topic that Mel came to me with um, and really wanted to talk about. So I'm excited to get into it and talk to him about it. Um, so... Just so everyone knows, uh, we will do a Q&A section at the end of the episode. Um, and this week, we're actually going to give out codes for the PC giveaway for anyone who asks a question, in addition to shouting you out on things like iTunes and Twitch and YouTube in the links below. So there's a lot of incentive to ask questions later on in the show. So if you think of something, uh, hold on to it because you're going to want to ask that later. But anyway, uh, let's get started. So Mel, can you tell everybody a little about, a little bit about who you are? Um, as a streamer and what your channel's like, that sort of thing. How long you been on Twitch? Oh my man, that's a that's, that's a long <laughs> that's story. A lot of questions. We're, we're gonna go back to day one. Uh, no, so I go by Malicious Mel on my stream, and uh, you know I've been doing this. I've been doing the Twitch streaming solidly for I'd say about a year. Um, but really, I've been in the content creation not business, but the, uh, I don't know what word you use, uh, the, the attempt to do it mm -hmm. for since college. So I graduated back in 2014 and that's where kind of all this stuff started for me. Nice. Uh, yeah, I was a junior senior in college trying to, well, I was watching a lot of guys both on YouTube and Twitch, which Twitch was big back then, but it wasn't the size it is currently. Right. And I was like, you know, I was watching them. I'm like, you know, I'm a charismatic fun kind of guy. I, I could <laughs> do that. And I feel like that's how it always starts. Like, oh, if yep. he does it, I can do it. Exactly. And so I just I attempted to I attempted to try, and I quickly found out that uh, huh, there's a little bit more that goes into this besides uh, a smile and a, and a goofy voice. So, 
Um, I spent a lot of time actually failing at creating content more than I did succeeding. Of course. Uh, I started with a YouTube channel, uh, had kind of my own art style that I picked up from stuff I found online. And mm -hmm. I tried to do videos, but I had like the bare necessities. I had a really <laughs> crappy mic, a really crappy camera and a PC that couldn't handle any of it. Right. And so. Um, it was a lot of hit or miss there. I there's actually if you go to my YouTube channel, you could see some of the monstrosities that I made back then. <laughs> uh, and eventually that evolved into uh, my own podcast that I did a while back called the Gamebox Podcast, which you know hopefully I can bring that back sometime. But yeah. it was it again did not have a following to it, so it kind of fell off. And that led to a website that I actually founded, created, and started running with a group of friends from all over the East Coast. Hmm. And we ran that solidly for two years called um, Versus Gaming. And it, uh, eventually it ran to the same issue where we just couldn't get the the attention. The, we couldn't get people excited about it enough to keep it going. And so then that's when I kind of put my attention more on just personal streaming and, and building my own channel, which I had had, just had never really messed with. And so right. that's what I've been doing for pretty much the last year. Gotcha. Okay. So you've been seriously streaming for about a year or so. You'd say. Yeah, and I've I've been like trying to take everything that I've learned over the last several years and implement that while continuously learning new things. I've revamped my whole channel with new <laughs> art, and I'm continuing to do that stuff that I've made personally. I'm looking to get uh, custom sounds and uh, music done from a friend who's a DJ and stuff like that. Just trying to really go as professional as possible with the whole setup. Nice, yeah, it's awesome. I love your channel branding so far, honestly. That was uh, oh, thanks. definitely one of the things that drew me to your channel when you applied to be a sponsor. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Good deal. <laughs> I think that's pretty unique. Um, awesome. So I, I just have a personal question for you just to warm up kind of the conversation before we get oh, too we into right. uh, a not scary stream. Where did your name come from? Uh, malicious right. Mal I guess both parts. If there's So that's a, it's, it's a good story. Um, it's a two-part story. And neither of them are very interesting, but they're funny in a sense. So, uh, what I'll, what I'll do is, so I actually go by Mel in real life. Uh, that's okay. like my nickname that I've had since I started college. Um, and for those of you that played sports in college, high school, whatever, there's always kids with the nickname. Sometimes there's <laughs> two, but there's always like the one guy that goes by his nickname, whether he likes it or not. That was me pretty much from middle school through college. Um, <laughs> it was always a different nickname, but the one in college really stuck the most. And basically I showed up my freshman year. I want to say, it was the second week of camp that this thing came around. And basically the seniors in their infinite wisdom came up to me one day and they were like, Matt Elliott. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Uh, let's do, let's shorten that. Let's make it Melliot. And I'm like, you know what? You guys are some, some smart ass guys, man. That's, that's a, that's a heck of a name. So Melliot is, was what Melliot. my name became from there. And, uh, and then, you know, of course, because football players are, are, are super smart. Um, in all aspects, it became smelly for a little bit. It's like, uh, oh, that's funny. It was pretty nice in the beginning because it smell. And so there was that. And then the following year, the new group of seniors, one of them came up to me one day, and this is this is exactly what he said to me. He goes, you know, I don't know if I like Melliot. Um, it's a little bit too much to say. I'm going to shorten it to Mel, and that's what we're going to call you. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> at this point, I don't even care, man. And so it became Mel, and that's what everybody knew me by. It was the coaches would call me Mel, my friends would call me Mel, anybody that met me, class, teachers, everything hmm. became Mel. Even I even have coworkers that found out my nickname right now huh. that now call me Mel on occasion. So it's just something that stuck around for pretty much a while. Now, the malicious part is <laughs> equally as dumb, uh, <laughs> and that came from – 
I want to say it was my my sophomore year going into my junior year mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of again football related um right. there was a fraternity that was predominantly the members were predominantly football players so we called it the quote unquote football fraternity but it was not it was an actual fraternity not owned by football it was you know their own thing it just happened that everybody was football player. hostile takeover i think that's a good <laughs> word for it anyway so one of my buddies was a member and I was hanging out with him one night and keep in mind, we've been drinking for the better part of that evening. Like uh, and I, I'm talking before the sun started setting all the way to when the sun was no longer in sight. And um, we were sitting in his room and I can't remember if we had decided that we were too tired to go out because of the amount of drinking we had done or we were getting to the point where we were like, maybe we'll go out. I, I don't remember where we were in our mindset, right. but uh, we were sitting in his room and we just my, the topic of my name my nickname mel came up and we started throwing adjectives at it just like what sticks in front of mel what could we just let's see what and it, it was a lot of different stuff you know a bunch of drunken idiots throwing stuff around i mean it was ridiculous and then finally somebody said uh malicious and they were like well my one friend was like wait, wait, wait a minute you know he's not really he's not really a mean guy he's like kind of a goofy happy-go-lucky guy i mean malice wouldn't work uh what about malicious and i was <laughs> And I just remember, oh, like, we all just started saying it in a very, like, proper, almost English language. We're like, oh, malicious, undubitably. And it just was a thing that we did for probably a good 15 minutes. And then after that, it stuck. I, I think that <laughs> night I was like, that'd be a great gamer tag. Let me change it real quick. And yeah. so I spent actual money on Xbox because, unfortunately, Xbox charges you I've done to that. get the little coins yep. to change your gamer tag. So I was like, I'm going to spend real world money right now. <laughs> to change my name to that and it's stuck ever since that's so important. that's what i've gone with yeah <laughs> that, that's pretty much the that is the epic tale of malaysia's mouth that was much more interesting than i expected i gotta say yeah. <laughs> uh and now anytime i meet you i'm definitely gonna have to say that in a british accent the oh malicious. yeah malicious <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny too because i always feel like i have to i don't feel like i have to sometimes i do because people will say oh malicious like they'll read right. it and not realize and then i'm like well you know, if you watched me, you would know that it, I'm not even close to that. It's, yeah. I always correct people, and sometimes I've been in streams where I'm in the chat, and they'll say my name, like, thanks for the follow. And I'm like, oh, you actually pronounce it like this. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry that I said it. Like, people are actually think I'm offended. And I'm right. Like, oh, oh, no. Never mind. Just so forget it. Too much attention is being drawn to myself. Please continue <laughs> stream. Oh, man. Okay, so moving on. Uh, you are a True Gaming Sponsored Streamer. This is a new question I want to ask anyone who comes on the show. Um, oh, okay. So how did you first find Am out I the about guinea True? pig for this? Sorry, what'd you say? Am I the guinea pig for this? Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Oh, if, depending on how you answer. <laughs> just the oh, God. In the hot seat. <laughs> so you're a True Gaming sponsored streamer. How did you first find out about True and how long you've been part of the fam? Do you know anyone? Did anyone kind of bring you in or anything? I know we have a lot of people who have that. I believe, it was, I believe it was you, Ben, wasn't it? Wasn't me? I think for the, think it was, for the most part, it was you. Uh, but the, the way I... So the way I found out was not from you, but I think you were the one that I would continuously talk to, and eventually I, I got accepted oh, I in. Right. That's um, right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, the way I, I literally random occurrence, like it it could have. I, I hate to say it, it's not like a mean thing. It could have been any group. No. I just was scrolling through Facebook, and it was during a time where I was early with my channel. I was like trying to figure out what the next step was. Hey, will sponsorships help me? What kind of sponsorship am I looking for? What are some things that I could be doing? What are some groups that I could be joining? Mm-hmm. And I just happened to be scrolling through Facebook. I was actually, I wasn't even on like a chat room or a message board or anything. I right. was just scrolling through my own newsfeed. And all of a sudden there was an ad like, do you like streaming? I was like, yeah, I like streaming. It was like, <laughs> oh, join, like check out True Gaming. And it like had this whole thing. I was like, I, I like that. I'll try that. 
And so I sent in an application and immediately was rejected. It's like, uh, 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 yeah, guy, you, you don't even wow. you don't even have a hundred followers yet. What, what the hell are you talking about? You want to join our community? And no, but seriously, I got a reply back and it was like, yeah, sorry, we can't accept you. You haven't met the criteria yet. And I was like, okay, well, that was a that was a bad start, but um. But I got the invitation to join the Discord, and they were like, you know, maybe if you stick around, you kind of like talk to some of the other people in the community, especially some of the already sponsored streamers. You might get an idea of what you want to do to improve, right. and you can try again next rotation. And I'm like, well, it makes sense. I'll try that. So that's what I did. I joined the community, kind of got familiar with, you know, a few different people. I, I can't say that. I think there's been a couple people that I've gamed with here and there. I'd mm -hmm. like to make more of an effort than I currently have been. In fact, I've been pushing to get some of the Destiny players yeah, together to do a raid because I haven't freaking played a raid yet in, <laughs> in Destiny 2. It, my own friends, I've been like, y'all need to catch up so that we can play this. I'm tired of waiting. But anyway, um, and and so I think I, that's when I got into contact with you. I noticed you were a head honcho. At least your name popped up the most with everything. So I was like, well, he must be important. Let me talk to him. <laughs> And uh, and we started chatting. You told me that some of the stuff. You're like, hey, this is what I noticed from your channel. This is what you maybe need to work on. And so that's what I did. And here I am. So yeah, pretty I much. I finally finally got everything. And and I'm st obviously I'm still growing. I'm probably one of the lower tier sponsors streamers. But uh, but yeah, I mean it's been positive progress so far. Yeah, you've definitely been growing. I've noticed that too. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for telling me about that. I'm always kind of interested to see how people get into the community. So yeah. Cool. Let's get into the actual meat of the discussion here, which All is right. uh, once again, guys, you can see it in the. I think you vegans might want to tune out of this. We're getting into the meat of things. Yeah, watch out. This is this is where you leave. <laughs> so this week's topic is bad advice: how not to grow your stream. And again, this is a topic that Mel came to me with. Um, so I want to first start off by asking what exactly bad advice is, what is, or fake advice. Kind of both are similar. Um, well, you know you. I, I saw on here that you added fake advice. I, would, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's going to be – you could say that there's going to be fake advice out there. Like somebody gives you disingenuous advice. It mm -hmm. technically is going to be – it's fake advice. But I would say bad advice is the thing that you would want to – that we want to fo focus on here and talk about because it's something that's more prominent within the – really with anything. But right. um, I guess a couple examples that I was thinking about right off the bat. So when you think about bad advice, it doesn't have to be wrong – well – Yes, it can be wrong advice. Um, it doesn't have to be, though. An example of wrong advice would be uh, bad advice that is wrong advice. Uh, so I, I don't know how many people here, and I don't have the chat up. Maybe, Ben, people are talking in the chat. But um, uh, you know, how many people are, are 90s gamers? You know, you grew up in the yeah. 90s. Or you, you grew up in the 80s and into the 90s, and so you're familiar with the 90s gaming culture. Probably that was something that I grew up with. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, yeah, probably a lot of people. But uh, if you are, you everybody here knows and swears behind the blowing on your game, your game <laughs> cartridge, and your console to get it to work. Yeah. You know, playing a game, it freezes. You, oh god, you panic. You pull the game out. You blow on it. It's not working. So then you blow into the uh, the uh, the actual console. You put it back in, and boom, it works. Yep. Everybody swears by that. I swear by it. It's not right. It's wrong. It's wrong <laughs> to do that. Actually, it was. It's been proven. I don't know how recently, but it's been proven that actually hurts your cartridge, your game, huh. more than anything. Because what you're doing is you're blowing into the cartridge, and you have. I, I don't know if it's. Saliva. I can't remember what exactly it was. You have saliva. You have precipitation coming off your breath. You're rusting the contacts of your game. So actually, all those times that we thought we were fixing it, whatever the problem was, had nothing to do with that. We were actually making a new problem. 
themselves. That's and if crazy. we had continued to do it, we would have rusted the uh, context. So that's something that everybody swears upon, mm-hmm. and it's actually wrong. Bad advice. Another thing, an example of advice that's not wrong, but it's bad. Uh, I want to lose weight, right? So I go, hey, wh- what what can I do to lose weight? What are the things that I could do? Oh, well, uh, you just got to go to the gym, uh, do some cardio, and eat better. Mm-hmm. That's technically right. Does that answer my question really? No. Like, you know, it's one thing to say, do these things. And it's another thing to say, well, well how do I do these things? Right. You know, yep. what, what a good answer would be is like, well, you need to go to the gym. But when you go to the gym, you want to make sure that you know what you're doing at the gym. You want to like maybe research some different uh, different regimens to do different exercises. You know, what areas are you trying to focus on? Mm-hmm. What's your overall goal? This is what you should be doing. Cardio. What kind of cardio should I be doing? Do I just like jog in place for 20 minutes or do I go on the treadmill? You know, what's the best thing to target whatever area I'm working on? Sure. Um, and then what foods do I eat? Obviously, you want to cut out, you know, it's a hopefully it's a given to most people. You cut out fast foods. But then when you're at the grocery store, well, what do I buy that, yeah. that would help me? So, you know, there's there's levels to answering questions. And when people just give you the generic like answer, like, oh, just just do cardio. Well, that doesn't that doesn't freaking help me. You know, I I already knew that going into this. What specifically? That's an example. That's another example of bad advice that is technically correct, but doesn't really help you. Right. Just generalities. At least in my in my view, in my own opinion, that's no, I I see a lot in streaming Uh, general advice. That's blanket, but isn't actually actionable kind of. Right, exactly. I definitely get that. So, yeah, it's a good definition of kind of the advice we're talking about. Um, so going off that, why – I'm curious why you want to talk about this topic so badly because I feel like there's a backstory to it. Um, there is a backstory. And okay. I, this is what I originally came to you with. So, um, and, and this might actually answer multiple of your questions here. But um, okay. so something that I've been trying to do more um, – and, and this deals more with what my idea of Twitch streaming is, of streaming in general is. I look at everything as very competitive. I mean, I was, I was an athlete, so that's just how I look at things. And, you know, in the, in, the, uh, in the working world, in the real world, you have to be competitive for jobs mm-hmm. and positions and stuff like that. Twitch, in my mind, streaming in my mind is no different. So, you know, I've been constantly looking at what are things that I can do to give me the edge above not just other people, but to, like, better myself so that I can continue to climb up the ladder. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what what I've started to do recently is kind of reach out to different communities, different pages, different forums and say, hey, what can I be doing to better the channel? I've done this, this and this, you know, for the last year, I've uh, supported small streamers. I've showed up to other people's streams and jumped in their comments. I've hosted people. I've joined groups. I've gotten sponsorships. You know, I've done all of that stuff that was initially told to me. What's the next step? What what can I do to move past that and really get up there into like the the higher streamer numbers, like mm-hmm. you know, the higher numbers, so that I that I'm on the map? Because you know, regardless of why you started streaming, uh, or regardless of why you're streaming now, everybody started streaming because they saw a guy and they're like, I can do that. Yep, exactly. Maybe along the line you weren't able to do it, and so you're like, Well, I'm just gonna stream for fun. And then that's <laughs> what you tell everybody. Oh, I just stream for fun. But that's not why you started. Let's be real. That's not why you started. Um, and so I'm, I'm somebody who I really enjoy the community I have. I really enjoy the people that show up to my channel, but ultimately this is like, this is, I would like to take this somewhere that's maybe criteria, uh, criteria, wow, career level. Yeah. Um, and so I, I started reaching out to people and I got, well, first of all, the responses I got back is exactly what I was just talking about. Bad advice. People, mm. 
people are like you just gotta be yourself man you just gotta <laughs> you just gotta be yourself and support the small streamers and host people and when you show up i apologize if these voices offend anybody but just <laughs> you just gotta show up and you just gotta you know hur hurrah Do and it's work. like i i you just gotta you just gotta play the time in i'm like <laughs> I've been doing that. That's why I said that, that in my post. I did that. So <laughs> basically what happened, it got to, uh, it, there was one particular moment where I was on a, a, a I'll, I'll leave it nameless, but I was on a Facebook group, otherwise good group. Mm -hmm. And I asked the question and people gave me the generic answer. And I had, I was tired of hearing the generic answer. So I made a personal mistake because I don't really believe in this kind of stuff. And second. I dropped down to people's level on social media, which I recommend you never do. Um, that's, <laughs> I, I try to stay out of general arguments on social media because it just makes you look bad regardless if you're right or yep, wrong. Exactly. Um, and so what I did, I was like, you know, I have been doing this. I specifically said in my post that I've been doing this stuff. I'm trying to wade through the BS here <laughs> and find out what I could be doing to take that next step. If all you have for me is generic stuff that you tell every single person that asks this question, I don't want that. You can leave. Yeah. I want honest answers about like, you know, should I be paying for advertising? Should I be trying to contact the super popular streamers to discuss things with them? Should I be trying to do co-streams with people who are more popular than me? I need stuff that actually helps. Yep. And I got freaking reprimanded so bad for that. I the, the the response, the backlash was so bad. People were coming wow. in telling me that I didn't care about anything but making money, that I was uh they were like, "Oh, well you can't do streaming if you're only interested about uh, about the numbers, if you don't care about other small streamers, the, keep in mind this is after I said, "Hey, I've been doing all this support stuff for other people." Right? And people were like, "You just you can't be a selfish streamer." That's what I got the most is people saying basically uh, either saying it directly or insinuating that I was a selfish streamer, that I mm -hmm. was that I was only interested with with meeting some kind of quota or getting some kind of no numbers or or reaching some kind of payout, and that's not at all what I was asking about. <laughs> yeah. And so you know that I, it made me think. I'm like you know. Has anybody else ran into this problem? You know, you're you're asking genuine questions and people aren't giving you answers and they attack you when you try to move past the BS. Yep, I can see that. And I was like, that's going to make it very frustrating for any kind of a streamer out there to have to deal with that. Absolutely. Okay. So, but that's basically the situation that affected me. Yeah. And so I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm not the most uh, established streamer out there. But hell, I've been doing this for several years now, and I've probably failed more times than most of these people have succeeded. So I can at least tell you what not to do. Yeah, absolutely. I think and, uh, and offer my comments about that. So yeah, definitely. I I think hopefully this podcast is the point of it is to give advice that's beyond surface level. Um, yeah. So hopefully we'll get into that, and then um, there's something I was going to say, but I can't remember it now. Um, <laughs> Don't you hate that? Man? I do. Like, I, I, I got it right here, down or and it's gone. Um, it's absolutely gone. But yeah, I totally agree with uh, that. I, you know, I didn't really know exactly what you meant by bad advice when you came to me, but now you've explained it. Like I see that all the time, just surface oh, level yeah. stuff. And that's hopefully what we're hoping to get past in this podcast. Like yeah. I said, kind of yeah. get into real actionable stuff that isn't just, you know, make a schedule stream seven days and well, be entertaining. Just, uh, just be that. yourself, man, and uh, people come to you. That's how it always works with everything. Yeah, exactly. It's just really easy. Don't, don't worry <laughs> about resumes. Just be yourself, and the jobs come to you, man. That's, that's how it is. <laughs> okay, so we kind of went into this question a little bit already, um, but what's some bad advice, uh, some examples that you've seen given to streamers? Uh, maybe you saw it in that conversation with other people, or you just see it a lot, like something common that people always say that is just not good advice. 
Do you have any ideas like that? Well, I'll tell you, I mean, to answer this and to answer the, uh, the number one worst advice I've ever heard. And I've already said it a couple of times, literally. And I might offend some people saying this. Yeah. The worst advice I've ever heard given to me, someone else, anybody is literally be yourself. Yeah. That's the worst advice. Now I don't mean it's bad to be yourself. I'm not saying, you know, be somebody else. I mean, you do have character streamers out there and that's fine, but I mean, they're, they're acting apart. That's, you know, yep. it's, that's established within the norm. There are actors out there that play not themselves, but you know, fake, fake people bring fake viewership, you know? Yeah. Um, and so you, you don't want to be, you don't want to be neck. You don't want to be completely neck, but at the same time, just be, that, that doesn't help anything like, yeah. Oh, just be yourself. Well, what do you mean by that? You know, if you have a streamer who is, you know, they're very new to streaming, maybe this is their first crack at social speaking. Maybe they're a very introverted person and they woke up one day and they said, you know what? I need to fix this. I want to be more extroverted. I want to, I want to get out there. I want to meet people. I'm going to start streaming, but you know, I'm kind of a little bit awkward. Mm -hmm. Uh, What, what can I do? Well, if you just tell them, be yourself. You're going to get a super socially awkward person on a stream with a camera that's probably, they're in a hoodie, yeah. like not looking at anybody, like, oh, hey, like hiding behind the mic, like, hey guys, welcome to my stream. And that's how we start, I'm right? playing some Overwatch, right? And yeah, that's, that's how a lot of people start. Yeah. And they just stay like that, like, oh, just be yourself when people mm-hmm. come to you. You're not going to make any progress. Exactly. You don't, you know, progress. most people naturally, when as themselves, when they're playing games are not talking every three seconds and just like, oh, look at this. I should go over here. You know, that's that's not normal behavior. That's not yourself. Like, let me tell you, if I was myself playing a game, yeah. I wouldn't speak a word because I'm so <laughs> focused on trying to like, you know, it's a bad habit of mine when I play shooters, when I play things like Destiny 2 right. um, and uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, I'll get locked into a battle. I'm just saying they're like, <laughs> I'm, I'm pressing way, here. Man. I got I can even add, I can add sound effects. I got a controller right here. Just. And and and, uh, and people are like asking me questions like, oh, how did you get started with your streaming and stuff? And I'm yeah. like, no, I can't hear you right now. I'm uh, I'm in the middle of this fight. Busy. It's just bad. I just and I, like my view sinks down. I'm like down here. I'm like <laughs> just hide behind the microphone. I gotta I gotta kill this guy. And so <laughs> it's just like I forget that. I, so it's something that I've been working on personally is I gotta talk more. So like when I'm walking around, I'm like, oh, where's this guy at? Where's this guy at? I gotta I, I try yeah. to sit up taller and and you know be you gotta be engaging. You gotta be engaging. So. Um, and it's, like you said, it's not a natural thing that people do. Public mm-hmm. speaking isn't a natural thing. It's something that you learn. It's something that I learned to do through my English major in college. It's something that you can actually get a degree in right. and learn to do. Yep. <laughs> so when you just tell somebody, oh, just be yourself, you'll be fine. That doesn't help them. It doesn't give them a direction. It tells them that what they're doing right now is fine. And they're just not going to be making any progress at all. No. Yeah, I totally you know? agree. I mean, you so can that s- is like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I, no, I mean, I was just going to say you can still be yourself but be entertaining. You know, there's, right. there's that, the practice that you can, you still have your own personality, but it's just improving that from an entertainment perspective. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. That I think but is yeah, definitely, definitely the worst advice that I ever see. No, I think and I agree it's, with that. it's constant. It's constant. Everybody says it. Just, mm-hmm. Oh, just be yourself. Just be yourself everywhere. And I'm like, that's, that's <laughs> not how you got to where you are. It's exactly. like, you know, I'll see people say it like, Oh, just be yourself and you, you'll get there. People come to you. And I'm like, you didn't do that though. I, mm-hmm. I know this cause I've been following you. I, you, you did not do that. You did other things to get where you are. I mean, maybe yeah. part of it was being yourself a little bit, but you definitely did some other things yeah. that I, might want to be listed. Right. I would, I would actually say that might be one of the biggest things that holds back um, people that have applied the true to be sponsored. And I, this kind of touches on identity a little bit that we talked about mm-hmm. with PIMS. 
Um, but a lot of people just, you know, they, on a paper, everything's great. Like the channel looks great. Sounds great. The video's great. The, you know, everything looks great, but then the person themselves, it's, they're just not entertaining. They're, yeah. they're just it's, themselves just staring at a screen. So, right. And you know, not, not everybody can do like, th this is the thing. Everybody looks at, this is probably the biggest problem with streaming right now is everybody looks at it, looks at the medium and goes, I can do that. All easy. it is is playing video yeah. games. <laughs> and it doesn't help that companies have made it seem like that even more like, you know, Microsoft's like, Oh, we've got Twitch and mixer on our Xbox. So it's even easier to stream. Yeah. But when you look at the reality of the people who are top tier, who are partners, who are making the big bucks, they have a very professional setup. Mm -hmm. They conduct themselves and well, usually there's obviously some bad apples, but usually they conduct themselves in a very professional way. They've got a green screen like what I have. They have a nice uh, audio interface system like we both have. Mm -hmm. Headphones that are very nice. You know, they're very crisp and clear uh, and audible when they're talking and stuff like that. They're good at their game that they're playing. They're like really damn good yeah. at the game. There's all these factors that go into streaming. So, you know, it's not... It's not that easy. And I found that out the absolute hardest way because I was one of those people. I was like, he does it, I can do it. And then mm -hmm. I tried it and I'm like, wow, there's a lot more that goes into it. Yeah. So I just had to like research, research, research is what I did, which is something that I would stress big to you guys. Yeah. But um, uh, it's, it's, it's so much more difficult than people realize. And, um, you know, the other thing is, and, and I think this is part of the reason why there's bad advice out there from some of the bigger streamers. Smaller streamers, that's an easy question to answer. It's bad advice because they don't know. They yep. they think they know because they've done a, like, oh, I've streamed for a year. So let me tell you, I mean, th that kind of makes me sound like a bad, like one of those people. <laughs> I've only been here a year, right. but you know, I've been doing this since college and I've been like learning from my own failures. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, you get somebody who just started streaming and they're like, well, this is what I did. So I think that's what you should do. And they give somebody a completely wrong advice. That makes sense. The higher streamers that have been doing it for years and years and years and who have like, you know, made the sponsorships, the money, the, the everything. The reason why they don't share what they want to do is because a it's competitive and b there's a lot of people looking just for 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 a handout essentially and mm -hmm. this is a conversation i actually had with a partner streamer now i don't know how, how many people know about this guy he's like a smaller partnered streamer True. his name is uh tritemare and i met this guy uh actually two years in a row um at a small convention in fredericksburg called gexcon right yep. lots of fun if you're in that area definitely check it out one year but um, I, I, this last year I met him and, you know, off camera, I was doing, I was doing some filming for my website. We were doing interviews and stuff like that. We did an interview with him and then finished. I was like, Hey man, do you mind if I can talk to you off camera? Now keep in mind, this is a character streamer. He like wears, he wears these onesies and a robe and a King's hat. <laughs> and he's like King Tritemare. And he's got this whole voice and thing that he does when he streams. He's a goofy guy. It's funny. Um, if you've ever met character streamers, they're hilarious. But anyway, right. you know, I, I brought him off to the side. And I started asking him a couple questions and, you know, he was still in character like, oh, yes, uh, blah, 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 blah. And I finally was, you know, I I, I was like, oh, but seriously, I, I'd like to know some of your opinions as a streamer. And, you know, I'm a small end guy. I'm trying to get my, my channel off the ground. You know, what, what are some of these things I need to know about? And he dropped, like, I was surprised. He dropped everything, his accent, his everything, huh. and just spoke to me. Like, if anybody's watched The Walking Dead, there's the guy who's the king. There's a couple of scenes where he drops his act and talks normally and he sounds completely different i felt like i was in that scene because he just dropped everything and goes yeah dude i'll talk to you straight and and we had a like 30 40 minute conversation just standing there and he said yeah you know it's it's tough to kind of network and to and to get information out of some of these guys even for me as a partner streamer he said the reason why is because 
you know, when when they they are popular, they're where they're at because they started in Twitch at an early time when mm -hmm. Twitch wasn't super big. And they capitalize, they just happen to capitalize at that time and they've been able to ride it up ever since. Well, now you have all these people coming in because they see that success and they want a piece of it. Mm -hmm. And they come in and they're disingenuine. They're uh they pretend to be your friend just to get info and follows out of you, and then they leave. You know, the follow for follow stuff. I freaking hate yeah. follow for follow. Well, we can talk about that later if more you want. Bad but, advice, yeah. yeah. More bad advice. Do not do follow for follow. Like no. it's it's an empty shell, it's a hollow shell. I don't recommend it. Um, but you know, you just they, they got so used to all these people coming in and saying, Hey, gimme, 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 and not really giving anything in return. Sure. That they kind of secluded a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh they you know, they, they stopped doing all of these hey, let's meet up. Like there I remember some a couple streamers used to do meetups, like let's meet. Yep. And they would like go to a bar out in some city and everybody would show up and they'd have a good old time. I, I don't see a lot of those anymore. Yeah. I, I rarely saw I just did one for our my Facebook group that I help run. Oh, in nice. dc but that's like a that was a smaller deal but like the bigger streamers and stuff like that i hardly ever see that anymore and it's just because people show up and they just want to know all of your like what are all your secrets so i can copy you and do the mm -hmm. same thing and get to where you're at and then buy see ya like uh, th this yeah. particular streamer tritemare was telling me he goes i know friends who met people and those people like became an intricate part of their lives and then it came out that they were only interested in the success that, that person was having so oh. that they could like leech off of it and he said, even more so as a partner, it's the same deal. He said, yeah. I went to a mixer in DC. He was telling me like DC, they had this Twitch mixer that Twitch website invited partners out to. Huh. And he went to that and he walked around and there were a lot of streamers there that were like uh, more popular than he was, kind of higher up on the bar than, than he was. And he remembers distinctly walking up to one girl. He didn't give me her name or anything like that. So it's not, I couldn't even say it, but uh, but he he walks up to her and he introduces himself and he's like I'm Tribemare. He, he started trying to talk to her about her channel and his channel and right you know just you know you know casual conversation. You're meeting a bunch of other partners. You want to know about them and and converse. And he said this girl turned, looked at him, listened to him for about thirty seconds, took a sip of her drink, turned, didn't say a word to him, walked off to the other side of the room, never talked to him again the rest of the night. Wow. And it was because that she was, a, and it was because she was up here, and he was still a little bit down here, and that was that was too much of a gap for her. Right. And it's just it's a reality you deal with because mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of people out there that are just like I just want, I just, I just want, I just want, I just yeah. want. It, it it makes it hard for people like me or people like you or any of the other streamers listening who really want to build something to like to get honest info back. Yeah. People. That's definitely it's, I, it's not something that I have an answer to. I mean, I don't know how to fix the problem. Right, it's just something yeah. I've noticed. It's something for you to be aware of. Just observing the problem. No, I definitely yeah, agree exactly. with that. And I've heard people talk about that with even like TitchCon. Um, yeah. Oh, TwitchCon, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Even like with more than one partnered streamer, like for example, like a bigger partnered streamer and a smaller one, even that, like the bigger streamer just won't give the smaller one a time of day, even if they're partnered. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Oh. It's crazy. But yeah. anyway, that was a long, long tangent. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on a little bit here. So we have some time for questions at the end. Um, like I said at the beginning, man, I was <laughs> I tried to warm fit here about my tangents. Like, do no, a no, no, no. But... Like I said, I, I like getting deep on topics rather than oh, yeah. just I going mean, through everything. Um, I right. think it's more practical for people. Um, yeah. Okay. So interesting challenge for you. What's one piece of bad advice um, that you could think of a better solution to 
or that you could give some actual good advice instead? Maybe that could be the follow up for follow up thing. A, um, yeah, that is a good question. And I, I will say this. I'll, let's go into follow for follow because I'm yeah. heated on that one. Um, yeah. I see a lot of that. That is probably the most prominent uh, way of uh, advertising, I would say. Mm-hmm. People's streams, there's a lot of groups that do follow for follow. Now, some of them will limit it to like, hey, we don't want you posting a lot of follow for follow stuff unless it's Friday. Like there's one group I'm in, they do a follow for follow Friday. And literally you just post your channel and people comment and post their channel and you just follow back and forth. The problem with that is you don't establish a relationship with any of those people. You do not establish, it's a a hollow audience that you have. I mean, I, I may follow you, but it's just for the numbers. It's just so that my number looks bigger on my screen than it did before. And I have like, I have absolutely no reason to come watch you. I have no interest in you other than you're a number added to my overall follows. And it's a number that will that hopefully get even, me. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. Like it, yeah, it doesn't for important numbers on Twitch followers. Like when you're starting, that seems like an important stat and it sure. Like when you're getting your first hundred followers, that feels great. But yeah. ask anyone who's been streaming for longer than a couple months, uh, certainly any partner streamer, and they don't care at all about followers. It means no. absolutely nothing. They could have zero followers. They could have a million. They wouldn't care. Uh, I will tell you that Twitch specifically looks for viewership yep. and traffic over anything else. I So, for so example, we- I am under 200 followers. I, I don't care. To, I, I don't, you know, I don't care if people like hear that on this stream or whatever. Right. I'm under 200 followers. I'm, I'm make I'm working on it, man. But you know, I'm I'm still low tier as far as that's concerned. I am a Twitch affiliate, mm-hmm. and I'm obviously a sponsored streamer. That's more than I can say. I have a buddy of mine that I stream with on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. He has three times the follows I do. Right. Not an affiliate, not sponsored. See, so you know. So what are your uh, what are your average viewers around right now? Um, it fluctuates. Recently, it's been a little bit lower, but it usually flux- fluctuates between five and like 13, sometimes more than that, depending on the event. Uh, right. When I've streamed to y'all's channels, I've had probably the most viewership, but obviously it's it's your channel. It's right. just my face. So Right. But my point is, so let's say you have five viewers, right? And yeah. you have 200 total followers. That's a much better picture than going to someone's channel who has 6,000 followers and one or two viewers or even yeah, nine, one or two viewers, which I right. see a lot of in sponsored streamer applications. These guys who have tons and tons of followers and then, you know, you go into their stream and it's just absolutely dead. It does because they, followers. and that's because they did exactly what we talked about. They did the yeah. follower for follow to get generic follows. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of those people developed a relationship. None of those people were like encouraged to check out their channel and really like connect with them, give them a reason to come back and watch. And so nobody does. Right. And so it's, it's just frustrating to see that because that's, that is the worst way to build your channel. Mm-hmm. And people always tell you, Oh, it's a great way. It's not a great way. It's wrong. That's wrong advice. That's bad advice. Yeah. Now there are some good ways about doing it. You know, the, the follow for follow Friday, I guess if it's your choice, you want to try it out mm-hmm. fine. Maybe you want to boost your numbers just for your own personal preference. I, I you could try it out once a week. Great. Um, there is a group that I'm in, in addition to True Gaming, uh, and I'll, I'll leave their name out of this podcast just so I don't piss anybody off. <laughs> but uh, uh, the, the, I, I, it's a very good community. Um, it's a it's a family, not like family in the sense that there are actual family members in it, but it's a <laughs> they pride themselves on being uh, an online family. Right. You know, you join the group, and there's certain rules that you have to follow, and everybody needs to kind of be you know talking to each other. 
And one of the rules is that anybody who's in the group, if they follow you, you need to follow them back. Hmm. And it's less about the follow for follow and more about establishing the, the relationship. Because sure. after you follow the channel, you have everybody commenting in the comment section, you know, getting together. There's uh, quite a few people that I've streamed with uh, or at least played games with hmm. from that group. And so th that I'm not opposed to because it gives you um, it, it gives you a reason to check out their channel. You sure. know, it's like, yeah, I'm following this person because it's part of the rule, but I'm now also interacting with this person in the group. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm given a reason to check out their stuff. And anybody who's not, you know, we've had several people join that group who are like, oh, yeah, I'm super excited to be here. And then they did nothing. They didn't talk. They didn't show up to anybody's streams. Yep. They just collected all the, the follows and then they left. And the thing about this community is if you leave because of situations like that, typically your follows are going to leave uh with you uh, yeah. typically they will unfollow your channel because they're not interested in the follow for follow thing definitely uh, so that that is an example of that situation kind of working but i think as a general note that's something you want to avoid because you're not you're build you're not building a real community you're building just a hollow shell sure. and that doesn't help you in the long run if you're serious about getting a, a an affiliate status or a partner status you want to give your you want to give people a reason to check out your channel and then once they do you got to give them a reason back to your channel yeah I definitely agree. I think another good way to uh, like rather than doing follow for follow, something that's similar but better is raid or uh, host. Raid is a fantastic way to do it. Host um, for host is also good. Yeah, instead of you know follow for follow, you do host for host and stay in that person's channel and just network specifically on one channel rather than following a bunch of people who follow you back. Consistently raid one channel and try to get mm -hmm. them to raid you back, and that's yep. a much more effective strategy for growing viewers rather than followers right yeah i'm so the raid thing i'm relatively new to and i haven't done it yet myself but i think i was streaming for you guys and i was playing PUBG, mm -hmm. and we had uh i think uh khaleesi tv came in raided with some of her viewership mm. and they just all like swooped in and uh was like oh hey how's it going and they're like yo super good at the game and i'm like what? who told you that <laughs> it's like man I, oh god dude the, my relationship with that game quick tangent yeah I wish they would fix it for PC. I mean, yep. come on, man. It's it's so broken. And and let me tell you how bad it is for me. I have nearly 500 hours in that game. I'm wow. at 478 right now in that game since I bought it when it basically the first week that it launched. Jeez. They say that it takes a thousand hours to become a master at anything. <laughs> I am halfway to a thousand hours, and I am still garbage at that game. <laughs> And it makes no sense to me. And it's so frustrating because I get stupid freaking and I have I have a good PC. I mean, mm -hmm. if you look at any of my streams, I would not be able to have that quality stream if I had like crappy material. Right. Um, and and I just I'll have buildings not load, I'll have guns uh, not show yes. up, and I'm oh my just it just it's, it's yeah, it's definitely it's buggy. brutal. And I'm like, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, Yeah, a thousand hours is is what you need to be a master at anything. I'm at five hundred halfway there, and I still suck. <laughs> I'm halfway there and I still it's, suck. It's, I don't think know, I'm ever going to be a master climb, of this game. And then a dramatic it's spike all or super something. slow. Like, yeah, yeah. you've got, you got everything else and then you have PUBG. It's like 1,000 hours yeah. to be a master at guitar, 4,000 hours to be maybe kind of good at PUBG. <laughs> to get one kill in PUBG. To get one kill in PUBG, 1,000 <laughs> hours. Oh, by the way, never, ever, ever have I gotten anything of serious value in that game from the loot boxes. So they have those things that are worth hundreds of dollars. Right. I've played almost 500 hours of that game and never once 
got a loot crate that had something that was worth that much yeah, money. So just to give you an idea of the RNG in that game, that is what you're working with. <laughs> All right. So I want to, we've actually gotten really long already on this stuff. So even though we didn't get through a ton of questions, I think we had some good advice in terms of, uh, well, we, we talked about bad advice pretty yes. well, I would say. <laughs> yes. Um, that was a little confusing. I imagine you want to cover some good advice here. Yeah, well, actually, I kind of want to jump into chat questions, actually. Okay, yeah, um, no. We've been talking about 45 it. minutes now, so let's go ahead and do that. So, chat, if you guys have questions, just at True Gaming in the chat with your question, and I'll see it a lot easier. Uh, I don't know that I've seen a ton. Okay, I see one from Treasure Hunter Tom, so we'll go ahead and Treasure Hunter his. Tom. Tom, how you doing, man? <laughs> he says, what are your opinions on variety gaming? I'm finding doing anything new results in viewership crash. Interesting. So, um, I that is... That is, is, was that the question? Was that the end of the question? Yes. Or did you have more? Okay. All right. So, uh, I, I am a variety streamer. That's what I would classify myself as. Um, you know, like I said before, I was born in the 90s. I was a a couch co op guy for the longest time until that kind of just plummeted in the industry. And, you know, I've played, I've played everything. I've gone from, uh, handheld to console to PC. I played Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox. You know, I've been, um, you know, I've I've tried out almost every genre, and there are very few types of games that I that I have not played. So I just personally have more fun when I do that because I feel like it shows in the long run mm-hmm. that you're a well-rounded gamer. And so when you show up on things like this kind of a podcast or or interviews or things down the road that you might do when you're a little bit more successful, it really shows that you know what you're talking about because you're a man of many talents or a woman of many talents. Right. Um, and it's, but, it, but it is very hard. It is very hard to, yeah. to have, because you will have people show up for one game that may not show up for the next game. And so you do have a fluctuation of viewership. And so that's probably one of the things that is making my progress as slow as, as it is, which I think most people would see the progress and say, that's actually pretty mm-hmm. damn good for what you've been doing. But in my mind, variety streaming is very tough to do in this industry. Um, but when you do it, there's a good payoff later yeah, on. Absolutely. And so it's just something that you <sighs> got to be yourself, man. It's something you have to <laughs> stick with and you got to research because, you know, you can be a variety streamer and still play the most popular games. So like right now on Twitch, some of the more popular shooters anyway, it's like PUBG, uh, Battlefield, Battlefront 2 is still up there, even despite the controversy that's been going on with that game since release. Right. And, right. Uh, and Destiny 2 is up there, which even though it's up there, it's still hard to get viewers on Destiny 2. Yeah, I've, I've found it's it's extremely difficult. It, you basically have to be very good at the game, which I'm I'm working on being very good at the game. I've <laughs> done pretty well in Crucible, and hopefully I can start streaming some of that and and actually do well on camera. Right. But um, you know those are those are some higher end games, but they're they're different. You know, it's mm-hmm. one genre, yes, but they're different titles that explore the genre differently. And so that that's an example of variety gaming that can potentially work. But then sometimes you might switch to something else, like I. I played um, Hyperlight Drifter. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of good views on Hyperlight Drifter when I was streaming that game. Hmm. I didn't get as great of views on uh, Hellblade when I was streaming that one. And it was like, you know, uh, similar style game, but two different genres. Obviously, you've got one that's more like Zelda, and you have another one that's more uh, visually story-driven. Uh, the old the old Zelda, I should say. Um, <laughs> and you have one that's like more visually um, driven and... And I thought that was going to be a great game to stream. It just didn't bring the viewership. So it's something you kind of got to wade through yeah. and feel out. And you just got to keep trying new games. I would never tell you like, 
oh, you just got to keep at it. Like that doesn't help you. Definitely try different games. You know, mm-hmm. do one and see how that works. Maybe try some more in that genre and see if you get the same, uh, if you get the same progress. And if you don't, maybe switch to a different genre and play that game. But honestly, it's just something you got to feel through, and it is very difficult. Yeah, it's something that is. I do. It's I, I literally I'm I'm, I'm new streaming after this, and I have no idea what I'm playing yet. <laughs> it's just yeah, that's, would, that's the life of a variety streamer. Right. I would quickly say my my piece of advice on this is. So people come to your channel to ex- they want to expect something from your channel. If you're a single game caster, they can always expect that game. But if you're not, you need to find something else to give them consistently. And for a lot of people, that's personality. So yeah, the biggest what, streamers have very strong personalities, or they're very good at kind of every game, and people know that and expect that and come back for that. So I think the biggest exactly. thing is finding something consistent that your viewers always know is going to be there and making it strong. Yeah. It doesn't like it's not. How can I put this? It's not enough to have something that's just good. You have something that's really good as a variety cast. Exactly. In my opinion. No, that's a that's good advice. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Okay. And yeah. No, sorry. Personality for me, man. That's yeah. my good looks and my and my smile. That brings <laughs> there back. There you go, man. The secret <laughs> charm. So, uh, Treasure Hunter Tom, <laughs> thank you for asking that question, dude. You got a code, and you'll get to shout it out in the podcast notes and everything. Uh, next, Ooh, I think I saw a codes. question from Driz, who's another sponsored streamer. Oh, okay. Uh, Driz TV you, said, what are good ways to network or branch out? Good in all caps. Good in all caps. Yeah. Okay. So that is something that, I, again, I struggle with. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to find the best way. Yep. What I've seen has been really cool is actually physically meeting people. Like mm. meeting people at conventions has been very, has, has done very well. Yep. But um, you, you can't always do that. So let's, let's dive into... Um, you know, groups and stuff like that. Um, it pays to be in a group and spend a little bit time, spend a little bit of time there. You know, you can't expect to go into a group new and, and, and jog a huge conversation where people are talking to you and then you can make contacts through that. You know, it pays to spend a little bit of time there and kind of establish yourself like I did with true gaming. Right. Um, I, I think what has worked for me has been like, Hey, who plays this game? Who's interested in playing? Yep. Like forget forget the co-streaming. Like who wants to co-stream? Who wants to help promote? Just hey, who wants to play this game? Yeah. And works. what I've done is like you know, hey, who's who's playing uh, PUBG? Who who would be interested in teaming up? I need I need I need a squad of four. Who who mm-hmm. can fill that gap for me? And people are like, well, I'll try it out. And then you stream with them and you have fun and you kind of wait. You know, sometimes people are a little bit awkward and maybe you don't stream with them again. But uh, typically, the people I've streamed with. It's been fun, and I and I invite them back. I'm like, hey, we got to do this again. Um, and you 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 make them when you stream with them, you make them feel like, oh, hey, he wanted me here, and yeah. not to say that I've never not wanted somebody, but you know what I mean. You kind of right. emphasize the fact that like, hey, man, I had a good time, and I'd like to do this again, or or girl, or whatever. Um, and and that's that's just a good way of doing it. Um, but as far as as far as networking, it's just it's not a proven science to me. I I network any chance I can with anything. You know, I'll I've messaged streamers directly on like on Instagram, like, mm-hmm. hey, I noticed that you're streaming this game. What do you think about it? Stuff like that. Or you know, you you can do that route. You can try to do conversations between people. Uh, like post something like, hey, uh, how does everybody feel about net neutrality or something like that? And, <laughs> and then have a discussion and maybe latch on to one person's comment and start mm-hmm. discussing it with him or her and, yep. and whatnot. I mean, that's that is the best advice that I can give out of my personal experience. But just going and being like, oh, who plays this game? Oh, that's cool. And then, and then nothing after yeah. that. You're not exactly. you're not helping yourself. So follow for follow, not helping yourself. So. Yeah, um, I think 
generally something I picked up from what you were saying and something that I think I've been thinking about a lot in general recently is I think you need to focus on one person at a time. I think there are a lot of people that focus on, you know, I want, I want even like, I want 10 viewers. I want 20 viewers before you even get to 10, you have to get one. You have to get three, you have to get five. So I think if you focus intently on one person at a time, even if you just focus on one person each day, that's one more potential viewer on your channel. And I think when you're starting like that, that's super important. Now that doesn't scale very well once you get to past hundred viewers, but yeah, I would guess most people here aren't there, probably aren't even close to there. Um, so when you're first starting, I think it's really important to make just real friends because those are people who are going to come out and watch you no matter what you stream. If you're a variety streamer, for example, if you're very good friends with someone, they will come out and watch you. Um, especially if you put time into them, they'll put time into you. That's the best oh, way to exactly. put that. A lot of my friends right now, a lot of guys that I stream with and girls that I stream with right now are all people that most of them I have not in life and I all met them through doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, I have a program that I use when I stream that kind of uh, moderates my, does, well, yeah, it does moderate, but it like it manages my chat and my stream for me. So I can actually see people's gamer tags when they come into my stream. And so what I'll do is I'll look over and I'll be like, hey, so-and-so, thanks for coming out to the stream. Mm-hmm. Nice to have you here. Feel free to jump to the chat. So I like engage people by a, a, like you said, a personal basis, like individually and try to get their attention that way. And then when they discuss, I mean, I've had streams where I had several people watching and only one person commenting and I had a full on conversation with that person through the entire two or three hours that I was streaming. And so I think Ben, what you said is absolutely right. Awesome, dude. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's great too. Just, even if you just have one person, that's one person you can have a whole conversation with and get to really know that one person over the stream. And then they'll yeah. come on the next time. So anyway, yeah, exactly. Driz, thank you for the question, dude. You'll also get shouted out in the notes. I would give you a code, but you're a sponsored streamer and you're not eligible for that. <laughs> so sorry about that. No <laughs> um, cheating your way through this one, buddy. Yeah, exactly. No, no cheating. Um, but if anyone else has a question, please let me know. I don't think I've seen any. But again, if you ask a question, you'll get a shout out, you'll get a code, and you'll get some cool answers for streaming. So, uh, in the meantime, I'm going to ask Mel a question of my own. I was about to say, do you have any questions? I do have some questions. Uh, I already asked about the name, but I'm curious about, I don't know exactly your connection to Slightly Original, who were on the podcast last week. So, I'm curious about that. Um, Well, you know, it was a brisk autumn. No. uh, (laughs) So, I, like I said earlier, I was doing, I used to do. Uh, uh, my own website. It was it was a blog. It was called Versus Gaming Blog. And part of what we were trying to do was branch out to conventions and kind of get some notoriety through doing video content. We mm-hmm. had been doing articles. We had done you know some other things. We had done some live podcasts. We were lo- we were interested in doing like full on edited videos. I have a buddy of mine I went to college with who's a, a, a very talented video editor and so and photographer as well. So I brought him along. I got him on the team and I brought him along and we went, uh, it was last year we went to the first convention and it was GexCon and we Mm -hmm. lucked out and it was a relatively new convention that had just rebranded themselves. Um, So it was, it was, it was small. It was, I mean, it wasn't like five people, but it wasn't like thousands of people. So we went to that and, um, you know, we just spent a lot of time walking around the floor interviewing not just the people that were running the show, but uh, people that were there just as uh, as admittance. And so um, we that's where I originally met some of the slightly original guys in the capacity of Operation Supply Drop. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you tuned in last week, you know that those guys were on talking about Operation Supply Drop. And so I met them um, basically through that group 
we kind of walked up, introduced ourselves uh, to the entire group that was there. Mm -hmm. And was like, hey, you know, we'd be interested in interviewing uh, some of y'all later on. And and that's what we did. And they actually got mm -hmm. us on one of their podcasts that year. And so then this last year, we found out that Operation Supply Drop wasn't going to be there in such a large capacity. But the slightly original guys, right. um, both Scott and PJ, were going to be there. And so we met up with them. And they were, they were kind of dueling between both Operation Supply Drop and their own slightly original channel as far right. as presence there. And so they were doing stuff for both. And so we were like, well, you know, we'd like to do an interview again with you guys and, and maybe some other things. They're like, why don't you jump on our podcast? And I was like, absolutely. So we jumped <laughs> on the podcast again. We we uh, we shot the crap with them. And uh, it ultimately ended up we were on one of their streams. They were doing like a 24-hour stream one of the days. Mm -hmm. And they were like, why don't you come over and game with us? And we're like, oh, heck, yeah, we got our footage for the day. We'll come over. And so we ended up – what we ended up doing is rigging a system together. <laughs> and Scott, Scott can attest to how crazy this was. Uh, well, both of them really. But – Basically, they had a switch and I had never played a switch. And I was like, I want to play that. And they were like, well, we don't have a way to really stream it. And I'm like, well, let's figure it out. So they had multiple cameras. So they took one of the cameras and they put it on an arm and they stuck it above where we were sitting and kind of had it zoomed in on the small switch screen. I'm talking like when you pull it out of the dock, they zoomed in on that so that you could see it. And then they had another camera that was viewing both of us. And then we had to sit like really close together. And we had the little controllers and we were playing one on one because they didn't have enough controllers. And then we traded off to uh, to the it was it was uh, slightly original versus versus gaming blog. And we just like would trade off between the two partners and whoever won the most out of the races would win at the end. We ended up losing. But I think I did pretty well considering my first time playing on that system. But we just streamed that for a good hour and a half, I think. And that's kind of how the bond started. Since then, I've been trying to. Uh, get them a little bit more involved with some of the projects I've been doing. And, um, you know, I haven't always had a schedule that's on par with theirs. And so there's been a lot of like, oh, we're going to do a stream tonight. And then for obvious reasons on both sides, we've had to we've had to cancel those. So when right. I saw the opportunity to get them involved with you guys, I jumped on that as, as yeah. soon as I could because I knew that was something that both they would appreciate and you guys would appreciate. No, so. yeah, we definitely love that. But that's that, that's basically how I know. In the last couple of years, I've seen them at this one convention and we've we've had a good time, I feel like, uh, nice. uh, both times. So Awesome. Uh, hilarious guys. Definitely yeah. check out their stuff if you haven't already. Yeah, definitely go check out the uh, last podcast episode. It actually just went out today. So you guys can go listen to our last episode on YouTube, iTunes, Spreaker, everything else. Um, cool. Thank you for answering that question. Um, I'm going to jump back into viewer questions really quick. I see one from Step. What are your thoughts on streaming guilds? And I First of all, Step, what's up, man? We need to game again. <laughs> that needs to be a thing that happens. Yeah. And uh, go ahead with the question. Gaming uh, guilds. Yep, that's most of the question. I, I'm assuming he means guilds in terms of kind of what Streamlabs used to do. I think they just stopped it. Um, but I know that some people still do guilds. Are you familiar with guilds? You know, I'm not as I know of guilds, but I'm not as familiar as to what that entails past like a community. I mean, you know, similar to what a clan might be on something like Destiny, or is it like is it just a is it a smaller like more connected community of people? Like how? So, to my understanding, the way it functions is that you have one streamer who's more experienced as sort of the head of the guild, and he or she is teaching other people in that community to grow as streamers. Um, and again, Streamlabs did their own version of this for a while. I think mm -hmm. they shut it down. And just off the top of my head, I know Admired Plague does his own guild now. Uh, I okay. imagine there's others that do it as well. But the idea is that you have one more experienced streamer teaching others how to, um, I guess, develop their own streams more. So I don't know if you have experience with that. Uh, I have some thoughts on it too. 
So. I mean, I can't say that I have experience, but I mean, the from what I'm hearing, the general concept, I think that the 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 idea shook my mic here. The idea <laughs> behind that sounds great. It's all about how it's um how it's executed, mm -hmm. you know. So if you have a the, the concept of somebody who's higher up saying, hey, I'm going to teach you guys how to do this the right way is great in theory. But if the practice is wrong, if they're in it for the wrong reasons, or if it turns out they don't actually know what they're doing that well, then it can have negative effects, obviously. And that's with anything. That's with any kind of mentorship. I mean, right. I had God when I was in college, my football mentor every single day my freshman year told me I should just quit. And it wasn't because he was trying to make me tough or anything like that. He actually didn't like me for whatever reason and wanted me to quit. So every day I heard you should just quit. You should just quit. You should just quit. And obviously in that situation, a mentorship isn't working how it's supposed to. So it really just depends, I think. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, step also just added on that generally you pay for them, which I didn't know exactly. Um, mm, so that's interesting. Yeah. That kind of changed the game a little bit. Um, again, I, it's the same concept. I think, uh, you know, if, if they're doing a great job, if they're in it, like I actually want to teach you guys this stuff, then, Hey, I, maybe it's worth it for you. Maybe it's mm -hmm. worth it to pay the money and, and learn. I mean, it's not, it's not any different from like going to a class or a school or something like that. But if, you know, the professor sucks, then it's a waste yeah. of money. I mean, if the guy's like, oh, I'll say that I'm teaching them, but I'm not going to teach them too much because I don't want them to be competitive with me. And then I'll just rack in the money. That's, that's not good. That doesn't help anybody mm -hmm. except for obviously the person ripping you off. So, yeah, I, I have some interesting thoughts on it. I, I love the idea of bigger streamers helping smaller streamers. That's always a good thing. Um, especially if it's really good advice, I get the sense that there's a lot of guilds out there that are more, the purpose of it is to, kind of add some like the, the the main streamer is getting more out of it than the smaller streamers Does that makes sense because yeah a they're getting money and even if they're not yep. getting money they're getting kind of credibility um just I, i've seen some people do this the wrong way where you know they have great intentions they start the guild to help other people but you can tell by the way they're doing it that they're really doing it to kind of glorify themselves if that makes sense um to make themselves seem like better streamers or really to even use the people that are in the guild to help promote themselves. Um, so that's what I would say would yeah. be a problem if that happens, if that starts happening. Well, besides the stealing your money, but yeah, that's like a huge one. Yeah. So I've seen that sometimes I, not everyone does that. There are probably great guilds out there. I don't know. I've never been in one. I've never run one, but I imagine it's something that you have to be very careful about, especially if you're spending money because you really want to get your money's worth out of that. And there's ways to get advice without spending money. So, Sort of my thoughts on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's that's the, that's the same thing with anything that you pay money for. You got to make sure that you're getting a quality product in return. I mean, uh, I so something I do on the side, besides my main job in this, is I actually do channel art for other streamers. I, you know, mm -hmm. that's something that I started doing for myself, and I was like, you know what, if I can help out some other streamers, I'll do that. I do charge money, but I feel like my prices are a little bit, they're competitive in the fact that they're a lot cheaper than other people because yeah. I'm not an established uh, graphic designer. I'm just doing the best with my own ability. Yep. And, you know, I see my girlfriend is a graphic designer. And so she's kind of like given me some insight to the, that industry and how things work. And I've had some personal experience with reaching out to people and people will charge you a ridiculous amount of money for something as simple as a logo. Mm -hmm. Now, my girlfriend might argue, well, there's a lot of things that can go into that. But the reality is, is sometimes the cost is just outrageous. And so I try to, because I enjoy doing art, I enjoy drawing.
So I try to like kind of come up with a more competitive price, but at the same time, you know, people got to realize you're not just going to hand it yeah. out to them. So no, it's, there's nothing you just got to make sure that you, you get what you're paying for, or I'm sorry, you got to make sure that you're getting quality for what you're spending. Yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with charging uh, a fee for something. If you know, you believe it's really a good product, but um, anyway, we're kind of running out of time here. So quickly, I got one more question from Driz again. It's a good ending okay. question here. All right, what deal. is the best experience you've had on stream? That's a pretty cool question. Best experience I've had on stream. Years um, of streaming. And I don't know how I would answer that either, to be honest. Shoot, I don't know either. Uh, <laughs> I I would say there was a couple of times, um, and they were relatively recently, and they were actually both on True Gaming's channel. <laughs> so the first time was the first ever time that I streamed for True Gaming. Uh, it was the first Thursday that I came and took over, the uh, mm -hmm. first Thursday night. Yeah. And it was right off of the Warframe, the Warframe hype. Yep. So I showed up with my rinky dig stream. I don't even remember what I was playing. And I had like 74 capped at 90 at one point yeah. people watching several dozen people, like at least half a dozen to a dozen people in the chats commenting and talking to me. And I was like, this is it, man. This is what I've been looking for. This is amazing. <laughs> I was like so happy. I was super stoked the entire yeah. time. I was like, you know, I was just all over the place. And then, uh, and then it was like later on, I was like, I didn't transfer. Everybody was that for sure. Yeah, everybody was explaining. They're like, "Oh, that was just the hype from uh, from Warframe," and I was like, Fuck. "It was quite sad. so." Uh, and then the second time was uh, recently. It was actually what I referenced earlier when uh, Khaleesi TV came in and mm -hmm. did like a, a a raid for one of the streams I was doing. I was playing Destiny Two, and there was just nobody, nobody was really, or no, you know what? It might've been battlefront too. It was one of those two games and nobody was really there. Oh, mm. I'm sorry. Completely wrong. I was playing dead by daylight gotcha. with uh, a good buddy of mine. And we had had like a few viewers and a couple of people, I think dusty design was actually, uh, or dust design was actually in the chat talking to us during some of that, uh, some of that time. And, and, you know, it was like, it was okay, but it was like a normal stream. And so I was getting ready to hang it up. Uh, I think I'm going to end the stream here pretty soon. And then a couple of my friends came on. They're like, Hey, you want to play PUBG? And I was like, okay, I'll play for another hour. Cause that's how it always ends up being. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm going to continue the stream. But if you know, I'll, I'll probably end it here pretty soon. I appreciate those that came out tonight. It's starting to slow down. You know, I was on my last leg with the stream. I was ready to just shut it down because people were dropping. Sure. I switched to PUBG. And all of a sudden, just dozens of people start pouring in. And they're like, hey, how's it going? Like, wow. chat. Uh, we had numbers go back up. People were talking about like, oh, yeah, I heard you're really good. So, like, no pressure. And so, like, <laughs> it was just back and forth. I'm talking with the chat. They were laughing at some of the stuff that we were doing on screen because uh, PUBG gets pretty pretty yeah. humorous when I play with my friends, uh, <laughs> especially the ones that rage. Oh, my God, they're hilarious. Imagine. But uh, but anyway, that was that was awesome because it just it was a revitalization. I hit my second wind and we went for another hour and a half, I think, to two nice. hours. That's awesome. So that was those are probably the best moments. Awesome, yeah. I'd I, say uh, so far. I just want to say I love and Step said this too. I love that you said dusty design. I just think that's hilarious every time I hear. Oh that. well, so okay, so story behind that. Uh, I know it's dust design, but uh, yeah. but when he when he played with me, I think it was the stream before that one that I just mentioned. So it was like the day before or something like that. He played some Dead by Daylight with us, and, and I think some other stuff. And I kept, I just like at one point I was like, uh, I'm calling you Dusty. That's not a thing that's gonna not happen. Like I'm, I'm calling you of Dusty course. for sure. Because I, I asked him, I was like, Is it dust? Is it design? Like what do you want? He's like, I don't care. I'm like Dusty. Got it. You don't care? It's gonna be Dusty. 
Oh, and so he's yeah. like, all right, great. And I go, I just want to prepare you because this is going to be your new name forever. Yeah. Dusty. That's awesome. No, so. you're not the only one to call him that. I just think it's hilarious. Um, yeah. Real quick, I will answer this too because I don't know if the question is for me or not. But uh, last year, right after we did the first ever PC or first ever true gaming giveaway, which was uh, a Rachel laptop, PS4, and an Xbox, which was huge. Uh, when okay. we pulled that prize, we had a big like Rocket League hour stream where we every 20 minutes we pulled one of the prizes, and it was crazy because we had like 80 something viewers in chat, and I had never had anything close to that in chat before, so that blew my yeah. mind. But then the reason why it was so great is because I actually had a music artist that I follow pretty heavily come into oh, the stream wow. and start chatting, and I started like fangirling in the middle of the stream. I, I started losing him. It was so funny because I had like, never talked to him before, never done anything. And he just like, hey, man, what's up? It's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Hey, man. Hey. Yeah. Uh, hey. Yeah. No, it was really good, though. Um, but that was probably one of my favorite moments on stream. That's anyway, awesome. that uh, I think is most of the show for us, guys. I think all the questions. Uh, everyone asked a question. I think Driz, Step, and one more new face, Van Wagoner. Or not Van Wagoner. Who was it? Treasure Hunter Tom, all three of you guys will nice. get shouted out in the podcast show notes and VOD and everything else. And this will probably go out next Monday. So you'll be oh, hearing this. Okay. If you're listening to this after the fact, it'll be, what, 12 11, I guess? The Monday 11th. So uh, stay tuned for it'll that. Have guys. a good Monday. <laughs> yeah. And then actually, we're going to have, I think that same day live, we're going to have Pure Chaos on. Uh, Ooh, okay. the show nice. to talk about creative streaming, which would be really cool because she does a lot oh, of okay. that sort of thing. Um, so anyway, but Mel, thank you again so much for coming on, dude. It was a yeah, really no good conversation. I hope that people learned a lot from it. Uh, where can people find you on your stream? So you can, media? I'm actually going to be live again here at 930. So like uh. you can come literally in the next hour, you can come and check me out again on my own channel. You can go. So typically what I'm pretty most active with is obviously my Twitch channel, which is... Uh, you know, twitch.tv slash malacious mel. Um, I have a Twitter at malacious mel. I have a Facebook page that I'm trying to be a little bit more active with. Mm -hmm. um, and that's also uh, facebook.com slash malacious mel. And then Instagram is the other big one. Uh, and I'm malacious mel on that as well. And that is where I post a lot of my artwork. So if you're interested in getting help with some design things, you're looking to like maybe get some new artwork or your first artwork, but you don't want to break the bank. Mm -hmm. Maybe check out some of my stuff and see if I'm something you'd be interested in. And then we'll talk from there. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, literally, literally in an hour, <laughs> I'm nice. going to be live again, dude, just the double shift. That's great. And I, I and I, my, uh, my schedule is a little bit off on my channel right now. I need to fix it, but I am now live weeknights at nine thirty. Uh, with the exception of some Fridays. So that's just my schedule's kind of hectic because I have a girlfriend that's out of town. So weekends really aren't always <laughs> available to me. But uh, awesome. but yeah, week, weeknights at 930 is typically when I go. Okay, so that's where you can find Mel, guys. Go to his channel, weeknights at 930. Uh, that will be linked up in the description for the VOD and podcast and everything else in the show notes. So go find all those links down there. But that is going to be it for us for this week, guys. But thank you all for coming out and hope you will come out next week for pure chaos uh, whether you're watching live or listening after the fact uh until then guys we will talk to you next time and i hope you have a great night i'll talk to you later take care everyone see ya well that's it for this episode of stream key guys thank you for listening and thank you for staying through the entire thing you're still here so that makes you the best kind of listener uh but yeah i hope you enjoyed it i hope you learned something and if you did 
please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or whatever platform you're on because that really, really helps us grow the podcast and it helps us uh, be seen by more people in the directory. So if you would consider leaving a review, that would mean a lot to me personally. Uh, but other than that, we will kind of end it here and hopefully see you guys next week for the next episode. And until then, I hope you have a great day and enjoy your stream. See ya.